You know the vibes. Another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K22. I am your host, Moments, alongside my co-host. Real name, no gimmicks. Three-time NBA champion. DJ Armstrong in the building. How you doing today, sir? Hey, hey, AKA chip on the shoulder. <laughs> I got a chip on my shoulder today, Mo. Man, talk to me. What's on your mind, man? What's on your mind? Oh, man, you know what? I don't know, Mo. I'm ready for the playoffs. You know, I'm ready. To, uh-huh. I'm ready for all of this. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? You know, you go from first place to fourth place. You know, a half game from ninth. You know, I'm I'm tired of all of that, Mo. So you know, let's get to the games. I feel you. Know, who's you. playing? Guys are hurt. Hey, Mo, it's time to lay it out on the line. You know. Mm. So you know, let's, you know, let's get down. You know, let's let's start with all of the talking and let's get to this action. Man, I'm ready for the playoffs because. Things are shaping up to be all types of interesting. Let's look out over in the West. Phoenix Suns tied their franchise record with 62 wins. How about that? How about that? Congratulations to them. The Memphis Grizzlies secure the second seed in the Western Conference. But now, after the Golden State Warriors lost in a close one against the Phoenix Suns last night, the Dallas Mavericks have crept up to third place in the West. And now I've spoken to you about this. I think, I don't know if it was on the show or off camera, yeah, yeah. But I like this it, this second round matchup potentially between the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. The Mavericks have won their last three games against Memphis. So if there's going to be a team that can stop Memphis advancing to the conference finals, I think it could be Dallas. Golden State at four is an interesting, interesting proposition considering how high we were on them at the start of the season. So mm-hmm. things out west are shaping up. And then... The Utah Jazz slowly slipping up a little bit. They've lost five in a row. How about that? And they're two and a half games above the playing spots. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they've lost their last two as well after being a very, very good team throughout the season. But Paul George returning for the LA Clippers. Let's talk about this. Because (laughs) that could be a difference maker in the playoffs. I was saying on, on Heat Check the other day, he's exercised his playoff demons. So he should be there to help them in the postseason. And I don't know about Kawhi Leonard, but there's a lot of rumors right now saying if Kawhi Leonard's back, the Clippers are going to be the most dangerous eight seed ever. What's your take on Paul George? You saw him against the Jazz on his comeback. 34 points. A little Who did comeback. he play against? Who did he play against? Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah. And that huge comeback win for the LA Clippers. You know, Mo, it was one of those games. I'm sure you've done this. I was watching the game. They're down literally by 20 something, 24, mm-hmm. 25 points. And I started watching the game because I was like, oh, Paul George is playing. And nothing was going on. And I was like, let me, let me cut this off. And then I all of a sudden, I was flipping through the channels again. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers were up three. And I was like, what is that, going that happened, on? That happened last night with the Nuggets and the Pacers. The Nuggets were up like 30 points on the Pacers. And I changed the game. And then I looked again and the Pacers were up. So, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so just to make sure, I had to go back and watch the second half to see what was going on. Something seems off now with the, with the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. 
what it is. But something, something seems off. The chemistry that they've had over the last couple of years is not there anymore. And, you know, Mo, you know, I think I told you this at the beginning of the season. I was going to give this team until the playoffs before I make a statement or say what I think I'm seeing. But I'm going to say this. I think this group has run its course. Mm-hmm. I think this group has run its course. And I think they've maximized who they are. I think they get one more chance in the playoffs so that everyone can say, you know, this is what it was or this is what it is. But I think after this playoff run, I think there will be moves there in Utah. Danny Ainge is watching, plotting, getting ready to make some moves. Donovan Mitchell's very unhappy with the situation. He said it's the same stuff over and over again every season. But I'm watching that game and he's falling asleep on defense on most possessions. Can't blame your teammates for that one, Donovan. So I think there are a lot of changes are going to be made in Utah, but all the rumors around Donovan Mitchell always circle around the New York Knicks. Now over in New York, who lost to Charlotte last night, the rumors have now been circulating around Julius Randle. We've been trying to figure out for the longest what's wrong with Julius Randle this season. Not what's wrong with him, but his attitude has been way off. And now the reports are coming out that he was promised the promised the offense would run through him. You know, he was promised da 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 since he signed his big contract. And he's they've not delivered on those promises. And now he wants out of New York City one year into this big extension that he signed. Do you see any potential landing spots for Julius? You know, I, ho- I hope these are just rumors. Because, it, you know, I've watched them all year, Mo, and the offense has been run through him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, well, I think this, this team, in particular the head coach, has stuck with him as the lead guy a little too long for my liking. Now, I'm just going to say these are rumors. I want to hear from Julius. Certainly his attitude, his body language. I shouldn't even say his attitude. His body language has been something to be desired. Yeah, they had a big win the other night, and he walked off as if they lost by 20. Yeah, it's just, it's body language. Like, Mo, like, I watch them quite frequently. You know, sometimes that's just your body language and you're not aware of it. But it can't just be you and I or a few people who've who've seen his body language. Whether he wants to acknowledge this or not, Mo, he's been thrust into a position of leadership with this team. Yeah. He was an all-star. He was the most improved player in the league last year. And everything seemed to be going right. And I don't recall this type of body language on a consistent basis. He's had flare-ups with his teammates. He's had flare-ups with opponents, flare-ups with referees, flare-ups with coaches. Something is going on there that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And again, you and I aren't in the locker room, but we want to see him just, just doing the best he can. And 
you know, having an offense ran through you, that's something that's earned. That's not something that's just given. And right now, you're seeing R.J. Barrett take a step forward. You're seeing Obi Toppin. You're seeing Emmanuel quickly have 20 points in the fourth quarter. You're seeing players within that organization continuing to develop. And as they continue to develop, you know, from year to year, it changes, especially with the young teams. So, you know, I don't know where this illusion is that everything is going to remain the same. You know, everything changes. And right now this team isn't winning, so they have to continue to do something different. Yeah. And it all starts on the defensive end. We talk about offense being run through Julius, but when we watch the next play, if they put the offense through Julius, it doesn't really run. It kind of stays still as the ball sticks in his hands. Maybe a change of scenery would be good for him. Speaking of change of scenery, Christos Porzingis had 35 points last night. He seems to be enjoying his time with the Washington Wizards, but, you know, I think that the Dallas Mavericks overall came out winning in that trade. The Lakers got lucky last night. The San Antonio Spurs lost on the buzzer. Keldon Johnson had a layup that rimmed How about in, that? then out to keep the Lakers' hopes of making the play in alive. What a game it's going to be on Sunday when we're in the studio covering the Lakers versus the Nuggets if LeBron and AD are back. Because, man, we ain't going to talk about the Lakers, but that's a real interesting storyline to keep an eye on. The Miami Heat got back to winning ways against my Boston Celtics. Who did they play last night? They they, They played my Boston Celtics last night. They played my Boston Celtics last night. I'm not. I'm not too mad. I'm not too mad. First game properly without the Time Lord, just adjusting to things. The Celtics were around the whole game. The Heat executed down the stretch. Lessons to be learned. I'm not worried. I'm not worried because they say the Time Lord will be back for the second round of the playoffs. So I ain't worried. If you give us Chicago in the first round. We can take care of Chicago with no time, Lord. And they give us Miami in the second round. Let Milwaukee and Brooklyn take each other out on the other side. And then we'll play whoever in the conference final. It sounds you know like what a I'm good a year concerned to me. About, you know what I'm a little concerned about, Mo, uh, in that game? They only played eight players. Ladies and gentlemen, I do have to apologize to you because I live in England. And today, even though it's supposed to be spring... There was a snowstorm, which led to a power cut. Somehow the internet went down in my building and therefore the episode got cut off. But to make it up to you, tomorrow we have an extended edition where we're answering all of the questions that you guys sent in. So apologies for today. I appreciate you guys who still listened, but we'll be back tomorrow with a very special episode. So make sure you tune in. Appreciate all of you, each and every one of you who tunes in every day. That's why we do this. That's why we stay so consistent and make sure we're here every morning. Most importantly, get buckets.